Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park I feel like everything in my life lately has been all about zombies, and I really want to talk about that. The following podcast is going to contain spoilers, along with me, just a regular guy, talking about all the things I love, such as comics, movies, television, music, and books. So yeah, proceed at your own risk. Welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. My name is Steven, and I am the fanboy who is just another. I got to stop doing that. That's stupid. That's really stupid. I don't know why I keep doing it. So season nine of The Walking Dead recently dropped on Netflix, and I got it all finished. I uh, It took me about four days to get through it, and I did, and I want to talk about it because if you're not aware Of course, the TV show is based on the comic book by Robert Kirkman and Charlie Adlard. It's put out by Image Comics. And the comic book recently ended. Now, I've been reading the comic book. I get the trades as they come out through Hoopla. And uh, I have read the most recent one, but I have not read. They, They haven't collected the ending yet. So I don't know how the book ends. But once I learned that the book was ending, I decided I was going to go back and reread everything from the beginning. So I went and I got uh, the first volume. And the first volume is actually drawn by Tony Moore. That's his name, right? I feel like I should look that up. I think it's Tony Moore. I feel like an idiot. Walking dead Tony Yeah. Yeah. Tony Moore. See, I was right. I didn't have to doubt myself. Anyway, so I read the first volume with uh, that Tony Moore's on. And I haven't started the second volume yet, but then season nine jumped up on the old Netflix. So I started watching season nine and you can't help when you're reading the book and you're watching the show, you can't help but start to compare the two. And the first thing I noticed as I was reading through volume one is the pacing, because I I read quite a number of those comics, you know, however many were out when the when the show first started, I was caught up. 
at that point. I was caught up on the book. I was current. The show started. I start watching the show and I'm just, I'm watching the show and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's taking forever to get to the stuff that's happening. This show just dragged. There's just episodes that just drag and drag. And you know, you know where they're going in essence they 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 stick to the basic framework of the comic. They go off on tangents and they do other things and they have certain characters from the 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 show that do things that different characters from the comic do. There's characters in the show that were never in the comic, but I'm just watching the show and I'm just thinking about how oh my gosh, this is paced so slowly. But then I reread volume 1 and I'm looking, I'm reading it and I get done. I'm like, oh my gosh, everything happened way too fast. They, he needed to slow that down a bit. He got to stuff really quick. And I found that quite interesting that, you know, the TV show's too slow. The, the comic book was fine. It was perfect. It was a perfect book until I started watching the TV show and I thought the TV show was too slow. And then I go back to the comic book and think the comic book is too fast because I've gotten used to the pace of the TV show. I thought that was kind of weird. So I want to talk about, uh, you know, just various things from the series and from the books that are different and yet various things that are the same. For example, my wife and I talk about this a lot because she's she's a real big fan of the show, but she's never read the book. And uh, there will be moments uh, that we'll watch on the show and I'll be like, oh, that happened in the book, but uh, so-and-so did it instead of that guy. And, and uh, she'll... She'll ask me questions about is so and so going to die, and and I'll say, well, I I don't know. They they may they may they're they're still alive in the comic book and you know stuff like that. But so for example, the character of Dale. Now Dale is the uh, the older gentleman who drove the RV. In the he lasted a lot long. He died in both the comic and the book. <laughs> I said that wrong. He died in both the comic and the show, but he lasted a heck of a lot longer in the book. When he so when he died in the in in the show, it was quite a shock. It was very shocking to me when he died in the show. But it was only because it happened so much later in the book. He lasted so much longer whereas Shane on the other hand, Shane dies within the first 6 issues of the book. And he lasts way longer in the show. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to tell you right now, I'm going to get that mixed up. I'm going to keep saying, I'm going to say show when I mean book, and I'm going to say book when I mean show. I, I guarantee you that's going to happen. I'm going to go back and listen to this episode. I'm just going to shake my head, which I do every time I go back and listen to an episode. I say things that I don't know why I said it, just grammatical errors and words that I use incorrectly. For example to go off on a tangent in the slaughterhouse rules episode, I had to delete various things that I was saying about Simon Pegg because I kept calling him Sean Pegg. I call him Simon Pegg at first. I've mentioned Sean of the dead. And then I continue. Then I start calling him Sean Pegg a number of times and then correct myself without even knowing it and call him Simon Pegg later in the episode. But I do stuff like that a lot. So if, if you, if, if you hear that, that's just, you know, I, I, I know it because I've heard it when I'm editing it and I've just decided not to take it out. So another thing that was different from the show than the book was they, they go in, they, in the show, they go and visit the CDC. The CDC is located in Atlanta. Now, the book 
did take place outside of Atlanta. But Robert Kirkman, apparently, who's from Kentucky, never knew that the CDC was located in Atlanta. He, he said in an interview that had he known that, he certainly would have included a storyline in the book in which they go to visit the CDC. It just makes sense. Other things that were different, um, well, in the book, fairly early on within the first 12 to, to 24 issues, within the first year or so, Rick loses his hand and spends the rest of the series minus a hand. He keeps both hands intact in the show. Yeah, in the show. And in fact, it's it's when he loses his hand in the book, it's because he gets bitten and he always carries this axe with him. And so he lops his hand off. And that's when we learn in the book that if you if you get bitten on an extremity like that and you lop the the the, the limb off in time, the infection won't it won't kill you. The infection is already in everybody, but being bitten will also it like uh, speeds up the infection and it causes death at that point. But if you lop off the limb before it happens, then you then you won't die. And we learn that through Rick in the book, but we learn it through Herschel in the show, if I'm remembering correctly. In the prison, Herschel they have to cut Herschel's leg off because he's bitten. Um the season nine I thought was really interesting because by season nine, Carl is dead and Rick leaves the show. So there's a lot of things that happen in season nine that happened in the book because, you know, with, through Carl, basically. So season nine, once Rick leaves the show and they move forward six years, season nine is is all about the new enemy, which is the Whisperers. And in the show... They capture one of the whispers and they bring her back to a hilltop and her name is Lydia and she's the daughter of the leader of the whispers. And all of this happens in the comic. Carl goes to live at hilltop while Rick stays in Alexandria and, and starts learning to be a blacksmith because he wants to be able to pull his own weight. He wants to learn a trade. He wants to be able to contribute more than just shooting zombies. Well, in the show, at this point, Carl's dead. So they have this character from that they introduced in season eight named Henry, who was a little boy in season eight, and he's a, he's a, a teenager in, in, in this season nine, and he's an orphan boy who is then adopted by uh, the king Ezekiel and Carol, who is married to Ezekiel, Whereas in the comics, it was Michonne that hooked up with Ezekiel. And in the show, Michonne's hooked up with Rick. While in the comics, uh, it was Andrea that ends up hooking up with Rick. And Carl calls uh, Andrea mom in the book. um, Whereas he calls Michonne mom in the show. And Andrea, of course, dies in the show. way er Not way early on, but a a few seasons back. So... It's like they're still trying to stick with the framework of the show, but based on changes that they've made, they, I, there's, there's a big part of me that wants to be involved in that writing room. You know, I want to be in there because I, I, I just, I, I really like the idea of them, you know, they, they've got this, this, uh, this basic framework that they're working with here, but they know, okay, so we know that there's going to be a, a whisperer named Lydia, who's the daughter of Alpha, the leader of the whispers. And in the comic, Carl's the one that befriends her 
and helps her escape to try to keep her away from the whispers. And but we can't do that with Carl because Carl's dead. Well, we got this boy named Henry. Let's have him leave the kingdom to come to Hilltop to be a to to learn how to be a blacksmith because he wants to be able to keep things repaired at at the kingdom. And then he's the one that befriends Lydia. And when the whispers take her back, he goes, he follows them. And and so all the stuff Carl did in the book, this kid Henry does in the show. And I just I I just find that kind of stuff fascinating how they do that. There's there's a moment in the book when Rick is talking to Alpha and there's a big reveal in a in a there there's this trade fair going on that Rick in the book he's the one that starts it all up. He's got all the three communities working together, the Kingdom, Hilltop and uh Alexandria and they have a fair and they have it at Alexandria. And Alpha infiltrates the fair, um, kidnaps certain people, cuts off their heads and, and lines up a row of stakes to mark their border and says, you can't – if you go past this border, then there's going to be trouble with us and you'll know what the border is because I've marked it. And it's marked by these uh, heads on sticks. And in the comic book, the only one I remember for sure was Rosita who survives in the book. She survived. All this happens, or she survives in the show. All of this happens in the show, but since Rick is no longer around, Ezekiel from the kingdom is the one that starts the fair, and the fair is happening at the kingdom, and he's doing it because the three communities have actually separated. They're no longer working together. Well, in the book, they're all working together, and they have a freaking army at this point that's led by Dwight, the guy with the burns on the side of his face, and in the show, Dwight leaves and he's he's uh, he's now on Fear the Walking Dead. So it's just I just find these little differences fascinating. And I find the solutions that they have to stick with some of these story plots when they have pieces missing. I find that kind of stuff. I just find it fascinating. And so in the book, when Rick is having the talk with Alpha and she says, don't pat, don't cross our border. You'll know the border when you see it. Well, Rick's no longer on the show, so that happens with with uh, Daryl, who's not in the book at all. Daryl was a character they created for the show. It's all very exhausting just talking about it. Um, so I'm going to be starting volume two probably this week, and I may check in each time I finish a volume just just to talk about the 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 book. And what I remember from the show, because I want to go back. There's a big part of me that wants to go back now and rewatch, rewatch the show. But there were certain seasons in that show that I remember just being really slow and really dark and just, just a huge bummer. And I don't know if I want to put myself through that again. But I thought I toyed with the idea of looking at the books each volume before I start the volume, and then. And and looking at the description and seeing how that would correspond to one of the seasons and then reading the book and then watching the season and then coming back and talking about it. But I don't know if I want to go into that much work. I don't know if I want to go to that much trouble, but I am definitely going to keep reading the ser- rereading the series because, like I said, it ended and uh, I want to see how it ends. But I feel like I should go back and reread everything first. But that was my talk. That's my first talk. On The Walking Dead, both the show and the book. Again, there's going to be more. 
But until then, until I read some more and I talk about it some more, I'm Steven and I'm just another fanboy. Be nice to each other. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park